Welcome to Too, Lipit, too Legit to Pit. Oh, he got it, everybody. I don't know how to speak, apparently. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bring him in. Too Legit to Pit. Well, I well, I'm sorry. We're we're having a few technical difficulties with our equipment. That's why we're a few minutes late. And apparently, I picked it up because I'm having technical difficulties with my equipment. And that's why I didn't mm. speak the name of our podcast correctly. But thank you for joining us, Julie. <laughs> Very nice intro, Brian. Thank you. Welcome to episode two. My name is Aaron. Uh, that's um, I'm. My name is Brian. I think. <laughs> I don't. I'm this sorry. is awesome. I'm sorry. Or BBD. I forgot. I forgot my name. We're trying to get BBD going. BBD is already a thing. BBD is a thing. You're not gonna make fetch happen. Stop trying to make fetch happen. We got our producer Derek here. Hi, Hi Derek. Buggity buggity. Buggity buggity. Well, let's get right into it. Except let's not get right into it. Today we're gonna be recapping Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta was was not hot. Hotland. <laughs> it's a little cold, a little chilly. I, I said it last week, this track is the worst, and it showed us again yesterday why it's the worst, for many reasons. In, many, many, many reasons. Including NASCAR not providing information to people. Right, which is why we're here on a Monday night instead of last night. Yes, exactly. Everything's messed up. Yeah, we obviously... Brian can't say his name. Sorry, Our pets' again? heads are falling off. We've deviated into the alternate <laughs> timeline. Yeah, we have. We're we're on the darkest timeline now. Uh, before we get into it, though, we uh, I've decided that we're going to start episodes with casual talk. Just I haven't labeled it in the notes. Casual talk. And uh... <laughs> very original for our name, isn't Aaron? it? Great. Yeah. yeah, this is the segment we call it: casual talk. So what are we going to casually talk about? Pre- I figure that's not pre-planned. We need to relax. We need to uh, decompress after the Atlanta race and discuss movies. Why not? So like new movies we just saw in the theater. New movies we just saw in the theater, which BBD and Wait. producer Derek or hung Derek. Hung Derek. <laughs> I'm okay with producer Derek. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't even know who was trying to start yeah. the hung thing. I was. Okay. It was, it was a to plan. be honest, I encouraged it a little bit. Oh, uh, just a little bit. But it was my idea. I okay. take blame for it. But anyways, so yes. You guys went and saw Annihilation. Yes. And we were both... Did thorough... you get annihilated? I, yes, I was annihilated last night. My head exploded because I got so confused with that movie at times. But it was very good. So good. Now, we don't want spoilers. Oh, well, let's do that. I haven't seen it. And a lot of people who... Probably were... haven't. Those hundreds of people that are listening right now, probably many of them have not seen it. I'm but. showing a thousand people listening live. Ooh, a thousand. So. Are you really? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, are you serious, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Like, I know. I mean, that'd be awesome. <laughs> right. But anyways, so yes, Annihilation was very good. What is Annihilation about? It is about Natalie Portman investigating an event of some kind that is going on in part of... Well, in the trailer, they they do kind of get into it a little bit. So it's this, like, shimmer Mm -hmm. that's existing, and her husband went into the shimmer with the armed forces, and it's literally like a wall of shimmery stuff. Shimmery stuff. And uh, he's the only person to ever come out, so she goes in to try to figure out what happened. Hmm. Or is he? That's just what you learn in the trailer. Hmm... It's very, very mysterious. It's very good. It's visually stunning, and then at times it's a little gory, like very like opposites. I feel like because most of the time, 
like a very like cool cinematography like stunning film doesn't usually get into the nitty-gritty of the like brutal the brutalness of like things like i mean they're investigating an event so you Mm -hmm. know and the military is involved so there's obviously going to be some gunfire like and there's a couple of scenes where it's like almost out of a war movie or Mm. like like a horror film like with as i recall it was a horror film yes exactly (laughs) all right so no more spoilers about Annihilation. If you like Natalie Portman and if you've read the if books. If you like seeing Natalie Portman without a shirt on. <laughs> Uh-oh. She wears a shirt. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm like, let's not there's, put out false advertising for this movie. There's the one part where you see her back. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's yes. pretty PG-13. If I'm it is be very PG. Is but it PG-13? It's pretty PG-13. Oh, the movie? It's yeah. R. Oh, it's, it's R. Super R. But uh, super you're R. just saying that her the back scene, scene, the scene, the scene, PG-13 the scene her back is pretty PG-13. I understand. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's a good movie. If you read the books, I have Derek and I have a few friends that I think read them and they enjoyed the movie. But apparently not like the, the book, I think is what Derek was saying. Yeah. So uh, my wife, Rachel, read the book and she was saying that. She's like, well, it's the movie's great, but the book is more, is completely different. It's more like intriguing. It's not quite as action packed and or even really suspenseful. It's more just weird. Well, yeah. So. Also, I mean, it seems like because it's actually a trilogy, the books are. But I, is there a trilogy like, with the movies? No, I don't. There's no way because the books for also from my roommate Justin uh, was saying that <coughs> they're the storyline. Does connect, but not in a way that you could make a uh, trilogy movie series, really. With the way that they did the movie, yeah. But then again, Cloverfield Paradox. Whew. Which is a great movie. Ah! I still need to watch it. Love you it. You need to watch all three Cloverfield movies because the way I've they... seen two You've of seen them. The... You've seen two the of them, one. I should say. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. So you need to see the new one because it represents the next big leap forward in media presentation for consumers. Sure. Yeah. They announced that movie. No one had a clue about it. Right. They announced it, and an hour later, they could consume it in their own home. Mm-hmm. So cool. That's which, mind-blowing. Actually, I thought that was brilliant. Which is oh, funny so cool. to, to talk about Annihilation just real quick for a second. Uh, the books, as I was doing a little bit of research this morning on the, the movie, because I was super curious about it, the author wrote all the books, I guess, pretty close to having one another, and they released all three of in the series in an eight-month time period. Hmm. And they called it, like the netflix style approach like for the binge reader yeah so that they like pretty much they gave them like a few months to read one book and then the next one was immediately out for them to consume and then the third one was immediately out for them to consume Hmm. and it was just it was innovative and it helped get him and the books onto the like best like author best-selling new york times bestsellers that's it yeah all right what movie did you see, Aaron? Because I know you saw a movie. Mm. I saw Black Panther for the second time. For the second time? I did. It's and that good? It is I good. I went on Saturday night. I'm obsessed with it. That's good. Michael, I have to be honest. I have to be honest. Michael B. Jordan, when he takes his shirt off. Easy. And easy. We're uh-oh. talking a lot about taking shirts off tonight. Uh-oh. But this is a man. Michael B. Jordan in that this movie. Is a, but this <laughs> is a man, so it's okay. <laughs> this is a man. He takes his shirt off, and his traps, I swear to God, touch that the bottoms of... That his traps touched the bottom of his earlobes, and I've never been, <laughs> never been more jealous of a man's physique 
like except for him in that he's movie. He's a uh, he's a huge nerd. Yeah, I know. That. He's a huge like anime really? nerd. Oh yeah. He's a fantastic actor. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've always. I'm really that. learning this about. Him. I don't know that he's... I've actually seen him in anything yet. Uh, the man, fan- he's Fantastic Four. He was in that. Uh, I wouldn't. Oh, I w- oh, yeah. That wouldn't go there. That wouldn't Whew. be the one I'd highlight. The acting in that movie was good, but the the plot line and the way that they told that story was not. Um, Fruitvale Station's what I would check out to see him. What, uh, what besides was... Black Panther? And... What, no. What was the what was the Creed? The... Yeah, he was in that. That was probably his like probably his first major major. Yeah, I believe role. so. Uh but God, what was the? It was Max Landis, I think. Did uh, it was a uh, was the movie about the kids that see the meteorite and get the powers? And Super Eight. No, no, that's uh, and then they like can like fly. Or, like they have telekinesis and they make themselves fly, and then but the whole movie shot from like POV of someone like one of the kids with a handheld camera. Super Eight. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is Super 8. No, Super 8's about a young kids. These are in high school. I'm going to have oh, to look okay. this up. Okay. I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm then. looking this up. Man, I have so many issues with Black Panther. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure it's a great movie. Oh, so. You have issues with I it? Have, you I have seen issues it? with the movie I have I don't haven't know if seen. they should. Uh, not the movie itself, just the, the hype surrounding it. Oh, sure. Oh, that's uh, fine. I don't want to go too, too deep here, but I feel like they've just totally played people. What do you mean? Why? They've created this illusion that if you see it, you're supporting, like a certain community or a certain movement or whatever. And it's the same people who have made every other Marvel movie. The same people who made those movies are going to make money off of it. And people act act like there's a level of social activism involved with seeing and supporting that movie. And it's like, no, it's no different than seeing any other Marvel movie. It's the same people. It's Hmm. the same people. Same people made it. Same people are making money off of it. They just play people. They're going to sell all kinds of merchandise. Obviously, they use those movies to pedal luxury cars that they're going to sell. I feel like they just totally played people. Which they did. Uh, yeah, it's Lexus in this one, isn't it? Instead of something, Audi? Something like that. I don't know. The only thing that is slightly... The movie is very good. The only thing that is slightly unique from like a who made it standpoint, it is the first time that you have like with all the writers, the director, all actors, everybody is black. Uh, no. There's but the two people, Tolkien the white guys. Oh my gosh, not in the movie, but okay. all writers are the, all the writers right. are black writers. Uh, all, I mean, the director's a black director. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's how they played people. They're like, oh, if you support this movie, you're mm. supporting the fact that we're using all African American cast or whatever. And it's like, no, the, Marvel Studios is still owned by white people. The dude who invented it, who wrote the oh, story, oh yeah, pen you're, to paper, I see what you're saying. Is a white guy like the go, people who go are further up the ladder? Is, you right, got the exactly. same people. I understand what you're saying. They're just making people feel like there's. I think the thing to be really not. I think the thing that's unique and, and to be proud of isn't so much about just like the people that made it so much, as the movie like besides just having like a mostly black cast, it incorporated like actual influences from like African culture, like and it did things well, differently. Then, like, it's not just like you're straight. Like, so many movies are like, this is is about gangsters or this is about slavery. Like, it always puts like a a mostly black cast in similar settings. It finally gave them like a fantasy world, but that isn't heavily inspired by their culture. That's the way I looked at it. I'm sure. I'm sure the movie's still phenomenal. Oh man, the acting is great. I just feel like they, with the amount of money that. But I know what you're saying as far as Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I know you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay, and that's a bunch of white guys talking about <laughs> about racial politics right. in a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on to NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, I I think it's a good thing though. I, that that's my perspective. Yeah, I, no, yeah, and a, I'm very excited to see the movie. I'm honestly, I was gonna go see it opening weekend, and I just literally couldn't right. find a ticket. Right. Right. Uh, so the real quick that Michael B. Jordan movie that I was thinking of, Chronicle. Chronicle. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yep. Can't think of it. That's a good one. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely a really good movie. <coughs> um. So, anyways, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get Fine. down into the nitty gritty of it. Talking about Atlanta, I guess for the people who watched Atlanta, you understand why I'm over here kicking rocks about it. <sighs> Charlie Brown, BBD. Um, so this one, we'll talk a little pre-race before we actually get into the race. This one started with a rain delay, and just so everybody knows, uh, like we were talking earlier about how we're having a Monday night podcast here, we. I think most of last week we're texting each other, trying to figure out what to think about the weather and looking at the weather and checking the weather and NASCAR was just like, we're not going to say anything. And then we get to Sunday morning and still don't really know anything and we're waiting around. And then you get to lunchtime and they, well, they bumped the race up to one o'clock. It was supposed to be at two thirty originally. <clears throat> yeah. And they did that Saturday morning. Yep. So they bump it up to one o'clock and then nothing happens. It gets rain delayed, which whatever <laughs> let's bump it up to one so that it can just be rain delayed and then uh we end up starting what three thirty? yeah right about like an hour after the original um yeah time. It, was, it was like two fifteen was the first time for the supposed to be the first start then it was bumped down to one o'clock and then they ended up starting at three thirty. so like yep like and that, like it was it was a solid like hour and 15 minutes or so after the original start time right so and uh i literally read an article before the race that was like there's a 25 percent chance that we're going to race it all today and there's less than 15 percent chance we're going to get the whole race in so we went ahead and texted each other and said hey never mind podcasting tonight we'll just uh, do it monday night sounds like we're going to finish the race tomorrow at some point yeah i mean yeah even if it got started we were anticipating either a uh like they weren't going to get through stage two completely so mm-hmm. they were going to have to or like do a restart Monday during yep. the day sometime to finish the race, or that the whole race itself was just going to be delayed until this evening. Oh, like poss- quite possibly yep. either this afternoon or evening, depending on weather. And uh, that was completely wrong. Completely wrong. We ended up getting a race and we got the whole thing, and then all of a sudden the weather's like it's clear till nine o'clock, and then it's clear to midnight. And, and no rains coming in the area whatsoever. So we got an entire race. Not that good of one, but at least we got it all in. And unfortunately, we had already made plans. They went and saw Annihilation. And here we are on Monday night. Yep. Anywho. But, uh, so that's NASCAR. I just love NASCAR saying, let's start at 1 o'clock. We'll get everybody to tune in and we'll just get them to watch all our pointless waste of time stuff. And we won't tell them, you know, anything that's going on because we just want them to sit there glued to the screen for hours. Two and a half more hours of advertising. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, the only thing worth noting uh, pre-race uh, that I wanted to mention is Martin Truex Jr., defending champion. Uh, they failed inspection three times leading up to the race, which means crew chief gets suspended for the Atlanta race and um, Martin Truex still need to pass I gotta, inspection. I got to ask, how do you fail inspection three times? You, uh, you, you don't pass it. <laughs> they have this new, actually, you mean, no, it, so, it, but if I'm understanding you right, it's like, Hey, this tire is bad. 
And or whatever. Yeah, I see they, what you're saying. We'll come back later and see if it's there again. <laughs> and they fix it, and they come back, and they're like, hey, this other thing's also bad. <laughs> and that happens three times. Right. Oh. No, they actually have this uh, this new system. It's called the <laughs> Hawkeye camera. And their car literally Ha-ha. gets... Their car is literally... It's new this year. They're literally getting getting scanned by a hawk, a camera called a Hawkeye. And it ha- that thing, like, can read everything. Oh, as well. And if you don't pass back. that, what it's read, if you will, then that's failed inspection. And, and they, they failed that read three times. So your crew chief gets suspended. And you he so. had to get inspected again Sunday, which he passed. But then he had to start from the back of the field. And then he ended up actually performing well. He finished fifth. So what you're saying he is... He ran top ten quite a bit, too. He didn't take enough Adderall? Didn't take enough Adderall, not quite. Wasn't focused enough on... But he was definitely trying to pull a Patriot. Like He was he was trying to be a New England Patriot. Uh, let's, let's watch our mouths here and... <laughs> In this household, he deflated his tires. A little he deflated bit. his tires oh, so just he, a little bit. He put he put some run flat in those tires, just a little so bit, so that he he could he could run them more than the fifty five miles or whatever it is that they or fifty five laps, whatever the they average for those tires. Yep. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes. NASCAR is definitely the sport where you're always trying to get an edge, and everybody is always super close. At uh, there were four wide at one not moment, passing that Hawkeye, if you know what I mean. So well, they were just not. They weren't. They were trying to. They probably were trying to make a little correction, just enough to kind of get away with it and still pass it, and couldn't do it. The Hawkeyes probably just getting used to the way the Hawkeye judges it. You know, every time you say hot guy, <laughs> hot guy, <laughs> yeah. Every time you say Hawkeye, it sounds like you're saying hot guy. Hot winner, hot guy. <laughs> and I'm just like the hot guy camera. Hmm. Okay, Aaron. Brian's still thinking about Michael B. Jordan over here. You know what? Just, <laughs> I'm comfortable enough with who I am to All say right. I ain't judging that you. he has an envious physique. An envious. Yes. I, I wish I looked as good as he did. With that. <laughs> what? With what? that, we're going into the Michael Walter recap. Oh, hey, Are Michael. You? Nice to see you again. Hey there. No. Um. So... Man, this was a tough one to write, but I think I ended up writing too much. So I'm sorry if you actually take a NASCAR nap during the Michael Walter recap. <laughs> Anyways, right. here it goes. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Uh, there's a. I hear a noise over there. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> That's the sound of me trying to set up. <laughs> Anyways, Michael Walter here. Uh, I decided that I'm gonna open this week with a poem. Is that okay, baby Dean? It's very okay. All right. It goes like this: Rain, rain, go away. <coughs> Let the boys eat today, <laughs> for they are hungry," said the BBD. So shoe fly, don't bother me. The end. Did we get that? Snaps we'll for first. Aaron. Snaps for Aaron. All right. Wipe those tears away, everybody. It's time to talk uh, stage one. We started out with, with a bush on a pole. And unfortunately, that ended prematurely as Ryan No Neck Newman took the lead. Uh, it didn't take Bush too long to regain his lead, only to lose it again to Harvick. <laughs> uh, after waiting in the rain for as long as it takes my wife to go to the bathroom, Harvick began to lull us to an early NASCAR nap. And uh, without much to talk about stage one, Harvick won stage one. 
Uh, stage two started out interesting. Harvick had to pit again because nuts were loose, so Keselowski took the lead. We saw another bush up front for a bit until, once again, Harvick led the pack. Finally, something somewhat eventful <laughs> happened when Johnson blew a tire. We got our first caution of the day and saw the two car up front again. Truex Jr., who had uh, done a good good. Yep. I can't talk. Done as good a job as passing an inspection as John Jones passing a drug test to have trouble keeping his nuts on. Fun fact, the new NASCAR air guns uh, are made by Nerf. That's kind of exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Brad Keselowski, uh, he won stage two. That was interesting. Somebody else at least did something. Stage three opens up with Kurt Busch leading off uh, after a round of pit stops. Keselowski would regain his lead, though. At this point in the race, I began to wonder if Ford is the only manufacturer left in NASCAR. Uh, thankfully, Hamlin decides to make things at least somewhat interesting by staying out while everyone else went to the pits. Unfortunately, this strategy went as well as me hearing my son crying in the middle of the night and pretending to be sound asleep. Pretty soon, that strategy catches up with you. Harvick uh, took back the lead. If you, take a, if you took a second NASCAR nap after this, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, my brother Daryl, he ran out of things to say, and at one point asked if anyone had a pencil sharpener. Uh, still not sure what the hell he was talking about. Uh, when trying to solve that riddle, Trevor, Trevor Bain blew his engine. That was, uh, there was more smoke on the track than a Ch Cheech and Chong movie. I'm having trouble talking tonight. This is awful. And uh, Bubba Wallace ran into the back of Stenhouse. Uh, which is testament to how awful Atlanta is that when something excitingly, exciting finally happened, you couldn't even see it. Uh, Kevin Harvick raced his way to victory lane, which was about as surprising as the end of a Marvel movie. So uh, that's my recap. I'll see you all after Vegas. So that's a recap, BBD. <laughs> I love those. Oh, my Lord. That is stupid. That's That's great. So that is in a nutshell. So last week I was saying I didn't like Atlanta. And the truth is I kind of block Atlanta out of my mind every year after it happens. I can't remember anything about it because of how much it bores me. And um, I, I, now I know, now that it's fresh in my mind and we're making a podcast about it, what the problem is. You can't race at this track. That's the problem. There's no racing. Everything you, you get somewhat interesting pit stops because that's where the racing's at. It's it's whoever gets off pit row the fastest. But other than that, Harvick had the fastest car all day. You couldn't race him. There was no strategy to do anything against him besides what Hamlin did, which was again a pit stop strategy. Other than that, nothing. That guy races right to the front. Nobody's really doing any kind of passing. The only thing good about it was we were running late because of rain, so we didn't get stuck with uh, a ton of cautions in this race ending at like 9 o'clock at night, which would have been a possibility at some of the other tracks. Yes. I mean, the only the only thing I have to add to what you just said is Harvick, like, just dominating the entire weekend. It wasn't even, it wasn't even just well, yeah, he had Sunday the fa night. He had the fastest car, yeah. Like, yeah. All fastest, weekend. Like, yep. For like for both stock car races, not mm -hmm. excluding the, right. the the truck race, obviously. So, so yeah, it was, that it was, was Atlanta. How many how many Ricky boobies are we doing? Oh, how many Ricky boobies do I want to give it? I mean, it was. I I want to I want to say it's probably just one. Giving honestly. it one Ricky booby. Yeah, which I should remind people we rate the races every week. 
if you didn't tune into last week's episode, yeah, uh, we, if this is your first episode with us, we're not doing things by stars no. or thumbs up. This is about Ricky boobies. Yeah, and we the best is f- five Ricky boobies. I thought it was. I, th- I thought I thought we decided it was three after I said five, and you just made fun of me the entire time. <laughs> I thought we were going to go total total recall Ricky booby and. Oh, that's right. Total Recall Ricky Booby. Let's yeah. do three Ricky Boobies. Yeah, out of, out the of, best yeah. possible. So you're giving it one Ricky Boob. Yeah, I'm giving it one one Ricky Booby. Just because it just... It was uneventful. Kevin it Harvick. Was. It, was, it was like a single... It was like a single note. Like, even though Kevin Harvick didn't win stage two, he was still... Like, he still led the race for like 181 laps or something like that. Like, he... More than half the laps Kevin Harvick led... And it was just, there was just nothing, there was just nothing super exciting about it. It was pretty typical, pretty typical racing. Yep. I agree. I think it's, uh, I don't know, just to change it up, I'll give it a half Ricky Booby. I don't even know if it deserves a full Ricky Booby. So is this, when we say half, like cut off? He's got his shirt on, but like he's kind of pulling it down a little bit. He's wearing a tube top. Yeah. Like, so you're just seeing They're a little just bit. Just showing, of, you know. Just a little bit of overboob. Yeah. Okay. Your heart might start racing a little bit. But you, probably not. Probably, it's really just. I mean, Will Ferrell is. I'm not trying to Will Ferrell. And we are talking about Will Ferrell. We are. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the awards. Every week, we're going to give the race awards. Yes. Because why not? And we give it stupid awards that we made up. And uh, we got one that's for who we felt like was the best driver of the weekend or our favorite driver of the weekend, however you want to put it. We got another award that's for our favorite moment of the race and then one for who we felt like had the worst day. We'll start with who we felt like was the best driver of the day or who our favorite driver of the day was. To that, we give the eight pound, six ounce baby Jesus. BBD, who gets the baby Jesus? (sighs) Goes without saying, doesn't it? Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Yeah, it does go without saying. And it's only, like, I mean, I don't really know how else you could. I mean, Keselowski is probably the only person that has an argument in the statement just yeah. because he won a stage. He, yeah, and he was yeah, and he was kind of on his tail for the last stage a little bit. Yeah, I mean, no, like. Sort of. Brad had a really good outing for the weekend. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> Kevin Harvick won the Xfinity Series race Saturday mm-hmm. and then, uh, like, stayed together with the rain because the rain can definitely you know get you frustrated and overly anxious to get in your car and start racing so like he made it through the the two and a half hour rain delay and like led almost the entire race yep and it was absolute domination won the first stage and then won the overall race yep even after that caution that trevor bain caution at the end too Normally, I would love to argue Baby Jesus with you, but there's no way to argue it. Nah. Baby Jesus has to go to Kevin Harvick this week. Yes. All right. Favorite moment of the race, which was a tough one. Oh, there's so many moments in Atlanta. I, I have I have mine ready. You want me to go? To that, this is the most magnificent mullet moment, so we call it the Travis Tritt Trophy. Who gets the Travis Tritt Trophy? Or okay. what gets the Travis Tritt Trophy? Oh, you're, you're giving away my, you're giving away my, my ruse. Go ahead. Uh, so we all know Danica retired last weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're we don't have any more women in racing except mm-hmm. for this week. A woman's going to get the award. Okay. For uh, the best moment from we me. are pro women and pro mother nature specifically okay. 
because she decided to hold the rain off long enough for the entire race to get this is true to get done person nature person nature brian sorry come on sorry Goodness. Still, it's mother nature what's the term you use for that's not male or female not she or he it's they what the other one or z zer 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 there's like there's a there's, there's a like 75 of them, of them. i'm say yeah whatever zay nature please so ever whatever <laughs> zer nature mother nature gets my my travis tritt most magnificent moment moment award because she saved she saved the race and we're a progressive NASCAR show. Yeah. It doesn't have to we be a driver. We talk Black Panther. We talk... Annihilation. Zur Nature. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Mother Nature gets my best moment of the day. Well, congratulations, Mother Nature. I'm sure Yay. she's going to enjoy the Travis Tripp Trophy. Yay, Mother Nature. Uh, uh, who am I giving mine to? Denny Hamlin. And it's because he was the only one that tried to make the race. Did you just say Danny Hamlin? Denny Hamlin. Okay. Danny. Danny Hamlin. <laughs> okay. Well, he's Danny Hamlin from now on. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. So Denny Hamlin is good. Yeah. I keep giving him awards. I don't know what my deal is. He's getting Travis Tritt Trophy just because he's he felt like the only driver that really tried to make anything interesting. They had an interesting pit strategy <clears throat> yesterday uh, um, by staying out on the track in the stage three, they were trying to make it to where they only have two pits left when everybody else had three pits left. Problem is with those tires, Atlanta just like choose your tires up and spits them out. They were changing tires constantly. It's like 55. There's a 325 lap race. And I think I heard it's like they average about 55 laps yeah. per tire, like per set of tires. Not a fun track for tires. Like that's like eight pit stops almost. I don't know. So you're doing math again. You did math last week. You're doing math again this week. No, it's like seven. It's about seven pits. Like, I think everyone averages probably between six and eight pit stops. Sure. Like, that's that's pretty pretty intense. Yeah. If you're having to to go into the pit row that much. Well, he was losing all kinds of speed because he was on old tires, which did not help hold off Harvick at all. But, I, I mean, at least it made it somewhat interesting. It looked like maybe the strategy was going to work when there was like 20 laps to go. It looked like there was this possibility. He ended up finishing third, right? Um, ah, I can't remember. Did I write down where he finished? I can tell you here in a second. Fourth. I got it right here, <clears throat> which is not bad. Top five finish. He didn't lose out on anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like top five finish for like the race that we had like for that week, like for this week is definitely not. Not a bad right like place to end. Denny didn't win the race, but he got the Travis Tritt Trophy, which is probably a bigger deal. You mean Honestly, Danny? it is. Danny, sorry. You yes. know, if there's one thing I could say about Danny Hamlin, it's that that boy is hungry. That boy is hungry. <laughs> we need to let him eat. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the catchphrases of this show is coming up with. I can see all just... the t-shirts we're going to have. <laughs> let that boy eat. Oh. Let the boy eat. Guys, just eat. start demanding T-shirts. We'll make them. Maybe. But you got to demand them. If they demand the thousand people that are tuned in right now, BBD. It's actually one thousand and five. One thousand and five now. Oh my God! They want T-shirts. We well, probably should stop telling me how. Let many... the boy eat. <laughs> probably you... stop telling me how many people are watching. I'm getting nervous now. These people are hungry <laughs> <laughs> for T-shirts. <laughs> 
We need a let we need eat. to let them eat those t-shirts. TBD. <laughs> let them eat. Okay. All right, we got one more award to give. We're trekking right along here. I hope we're not going too fast. Trekking. We don't. No, nope, nah. nope, you're doing good. You guys had wait, waited so long for this podcast. We don't want it to be over so soon. Hmm. Uh, we got the flat tire, the rascal flat tire, that goes to the driver who had the worst day. Who did you feel like had the worst day, BD? <clears throat> I mean, it was tough because there weren't that many collisions or anything like that, so you can't really say that someone necessarily screwed up and like had a bad day because they made a bad decision. Yeah. You know, went high when they should have gone low, you know, setting themselves on the wall, anything like that. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. But my rascal flat tire goes to Trevor Bain. Not saying it's his fault that he blew his engine and caused that smoke screen on the, the course, but he did. He is the driver that caused it. And because of that, he had my boy Bubba running into Stenhouse and Jr. Bubba was supposed to eat. Yes. Bubba was so hungry. <laughs> he was so hungry last week with that great performance at Daytona. BBD picked Bubba to win this race, just for the record. I did, and he just, he was not able to, he just, I guess he wasn't as hungry as I that thought, That is the reason Bubba did not win Atlanta. It's Trevor Bain. Well, yeah. That is the reason. That's what I'm going with. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Uh, my rascal flat tire is going to Jimmy Johnson. That was my pick last week. <laughs> I don't know. What a rough – that guy's having a rough start to the year. Uh, this has been a rough couple races. I know well, it's only two races in, but it's been a rough start. Chevy's in general. I'm not really sure about Chevy right now. There was The top three were all Fords. I think there were five Fords in the top ten. I'm pretty sure there was three Toyotas outside of that. Five, six, seven, yes, and then there was only two Chevys. And they were like 9 and 10. They were. Larson and Elliott. Yeah. With the exception of Larson and Elliott, like the Chevys are, they're sucking. Yeah. Plain and simple. Uh, Jimmy Johnson had a rough time. Uh, He blew a tire for one thing. That didn't help anything. But uh, he was my pick, and that didn't go well. Neither one of our picks went well. No. But I at least have an excuse that it wasn't his fault. It was Trevor Bain. Sure. All those people that made those bets because of our picks. We do not know anything about gambling. (laughs) Do not (laughs) listen to us. This is my disclaimer. If you take what I say seriously and bet money on these people and lose, it is not my fault. If you listen to BBD say that Bubba Wallace was going to win this race. You know what? With the way he went last week, there was a chance. But you know what? He uh, probably won't. You know what? He still has a chance to get Rookie of the Year. I could be right about that. They could have given the baby Jesus to Kevin Harvick before the race even started. Everybody, oh, hey, Aaron. So... Everybody would have been like, yeah, that's fine. So, Let's just go to Las Vegas. I just have a quick question. How did... Uh, how did Byron do this week? Your pick for Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Better than... Did he? Yeah. Did he? 20-something, I think. And I'm pretty sure... You'd have to check the lineup, yeah. He's better than Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace finished like 30-something. Yeah. After that wreck... Can we just acknowledge how great of a sport NASCAR is because it has people named Bubba in it? Right. Man, in the Michael Waltrip recap, just to get you inside my head for a second... I had the line that that you you have all the smoke. Bubba Wallace ran into the back of Ricky Stenhouse, mm-hmm. 
And I just thought that for sure there was a joke there. Like a guy named Bubba Smoke Stenhouse. There's something. Well, barbecue, obviously. I sat for like 20 gonna, minutes thinking about this. Is I started. My name Bubba isn't a a barbecue master. That's what I'm saying. I had it like I like my joke was going to start with something like, and that's not the first time that a guy named Bubba with something with smoke and something and then something was in and I couldn't find it. That the Chichen Chong one landed. A guy named Bubba like. smoked some barbecue on, <laughs> on the track. <laughs> That's not the first time that a guy named Bubba was behind a... I see I couldn't do it. Was uh, breathing in fumes che- on the track. <laughs> Cheech and Chong was a good... That was a good reference. Chucking sure. down smoke. Yeah. No, you got it. More we're smoke. Smoking. More we're smoke than Cheech and critiquing, Chong. Did. We're critiquing the podcast live now. That's the new thing. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking out. it through. What did we do? Oh, boy. All right. Well, that's Atlanta and Brian, BBD, whatever. Gosh. I just... Whatever you want to call I want to call you everything, I guess. Just don't call me late to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me Shirley. <laughs> um, anything else to add to Atlanta? Take away from Atlanta? Uh, no, but I'm just glad that I'm pretty sure that's the only time we're going to be in Atlanta <laughs> this year, so we don't have to deal oh. with another race. It's not that I don't want the good people of Atlanta to have a race, but I want them to have a different track. Is that, you is that too much? You want to right? I <laughs> I like longer tracks. <laughs> oh, man. We're not going to let that go, are we? No. Let the boy eat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let that boy eat. Thank you. I think that's what you said. Okay. That's the exact quote. I'm going to let that boy eat. I'm going to let that boy eat. All right. Well, in that case, let's. we're not going to spend a ton of time, but let's talk about the Pennzoil 400 coming up in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, a couple facts about this place. Jimmy Johnson has the most wins there. At foe. Four wins. I not, love Jimmy Johnson. Not bad. That's producer Derek's driver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truex won it last year. Feels like he won everything last year sometimes. Brian, any other things on Las Vegas? That's all I have. Uh, if if I heard them correctly, it, I mean, it's a one and a half mile track just yeah, like this last week. Mile, so. so very similar to what we just watched, but I think it'll be better. I think it's a better track. Yeah. And then should uh, have some a little bit better racing. Uh, this is the first of two times we will be seeing the Las Vegas Motor Speedway in the NASCAR lineup because they are racing next weekend and then also again September 16th, I believe. Sometime in September. They End are of the season, right? Yeah. Not Not playoffs yet. Um, I can't, I don't remember okay. for sure, but it's September is early, early to mid September. Yeah. They are back there because the, uh, the South point 400 race moved from New Hampshire to, to Las Vegas for the season. So this is one of two times we will be seeing Las Vegas motor speedway rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I feel like I usually enjoy this one. We'll see. I just, I like the city of Las Vegas. I was in Las Vegas about this time last year. <sighs> City of Las Vegas is a fun town if you enjoy just walking around the desert and going inside lots of casinos Hmm. and gambling. Hmm. But you don't know anything about gambling? I don't know anything about sports gambling, Hmm. but I do know how to lose lots of money on sports. Wait a minute, though. You've gambled on sports before, have you not? Or did you were just still debating about it? I never actually committed. Never did it? No. Through the one thing. DraftKings? It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was an app. No, it was, oh. some, it was some app that I downloaded. 
that I just uh, I thanks knew... DraftKings by the way for spot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I I just I couldn't. I was too afraid that once I got going, if I if I won anything, yeah, I would just lose it all. I'd lose that. I'd lose my house. Then we wouldn't have this podcast. I've never had any luck. Like every time I like want to tell somebody, if I like talk trash, I'm like I'm gonna put money on this. It always goes wrong. I mean, I'll bet like a friend something. But, but see, I'm saying that's what I always, maybe Vegas would be different for me, but every time I bet with a friend, it goes wrong. Every know. time. Every time. I thought about when I was in Las Vegas last, last year, I thought about putting 20 down on. Even if I think about it, because in my mind, I was thinking about betting on the Patriots for the Super Bowl, not through like anything, but like maybe betting a friend and pfft, I'd have lost. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. When I was in Las Vegas at this time last year, uh, dear God, I th- sorry. I, th- I thought Earthquake. about, I, th- I thought about, uh, <laughs> Putting like twenty or a hundred or something down on like a baseball bet, and real glad I didn't do that because it definitely <laughs> didn't did not pan out for me hmm. for for this this last season for them. So all right, but I mean it would have been fun to to have something to be rooting for the entire time. Sure. In fact, you know what? Maybe here in a couple of weeks, once we get the season, the NASCAR season going, maybe we should make a gentleman's wager for yeah. for. For some of these races yeah oh boy a mayor's bet if you will a mayor's bet. <laughs> we should make a mayor's bet a gentleman's bet a gentleman yeah gentleman's bet mayor's bet whatever you want to call it all right all right so With that said who you betting on for this weekend who do i think is gonna who do i think might do well yeah who are you uh, picking to win kai bush kai bush yeah it's yeah you mean kubush no uh, that's he that's, means kai that's that's oh. that's that's kurt bush i'm talking about kai bush sorry I kai bush excited. Yeah, Kai Bush. And I just, I like saying that because that's what his name is on. Hometown Hero. All right. One of the hometown heroes. Right. Because his brother also is from Las his Vegas. His brother is from the same place? Well, they could have been born in two different places, it's but grew true. up in Las Vegas. But I believe Kurt was also born in Las Vegas. Uh, I like him. He went from 25th at Daytona to 7th last week in Atlanta. And. He has five top five finishes in Las Vegas mm-hmm. over the last five years. Um, oh, wait, sorry. Five top five finishes since 2004 when he entered the uh, Monster Energy uh, NASCAR series. He's won Vegas, hasn't he? Uh, yes, he won say. 2009. Okay. Yeah, All he right, won in 2009. Been a, bit, so, been a minute. He's hungry. He is hungry. <laughs> he hasn't. Yes. Eaten, he hasn't eaten on Las Vegas since 2009. So what are you going to do, Brian? So I think Kyle Busch has a chance to. So he's hungry. So what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to let him eat. I'm going to yes. let that boy eat. And I'm going to let him eat in his hometown. Hometown boy. I'm saying the hometown boy, Kyle Busch. I like it. Going to win. The NASCAR race. This is a better pick than Bubba Wallace last week. I'm proud of you. Hey. Hey. Man, how you've grown in one week. Hey. I'm going to get teary-eyed. I told you that I would get better as time goes on. (laughs) Last week was the worst episode ever. No, it wasn't. Of this podcast. No, it wasn't. No, because we're only going up. We're only improving. So last week was the worst of all ever. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's fine. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Derek, I'm sorry about my... Inability to stay away from the cameras. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Ah, so, Aaron. I barely move and I'm smacking stuff. <laughs> whack, whack. Whack. Aaron. Aaron. I'm going to go a little unorthodox. I'm actually picking somebody who's never won it. Never won at Las Vegas. 
and has not always it's kind of been a little bit inconsistent had some good performances there i like your face i don't know how many people can see that 1010 at this point uh actually at 1100 1100 can see that face are you gonna say who <laughs> i think you're gonna say Probably, I decided, Derek, you might, you're going to be excited. Uh-oh, it he's, better be my guy. He's doing Kabush. I'm doing Kubush. He's doing Kubush. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do Kubush. The Bush boys. Bush brothers. Well. Which, you know, um, just a fun fact about Kubush, he's a Cubs fan. Big time Cubs fan. Love the Lord, too. <laughs> if you're a Cubs fan, you love the Lord. Those two things go hand in hand. So, wait, does that the mean... Cubs he, of the Lord's team. Is he friends with, <laughs> is he friends with Chris Bryant? Cub, wait, Cubs of the... Did you say Cubs of the Lord's team? No, no, I said Cubs are the Lord's oh, team. Oh, Cubs are. I said you said Cubs of the Lord's team. And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> what? They are the Lord's team. So, wait. So, does that mean he's friends with Chris Bryant? Because Chris Bryant's from Las Vegas. I don't know that he's friends with any of the Cubs. Well, he should He's be. friends with Jesus. Who is a Cubs? By proxy, friends with the Cubs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. By proxy. By by proxy. <laughs> by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next shirt. By proxy. <laughs> by proxy. So okay. So why? Why did we just have so much fun saying after, by proxy? <laughs> after, after you just said that Kubush has never won a race at Las Vegas. Yeah, not to my knowledge. I think third is the highest. Why are you going with Kubush? It's only a fun feeling that I have. And probably Are you okay with that? No. Because mm. usually when you have fun feelings, I end up on a podcast. Here, here's, here's a little bit of analysis I can give you. It's not much, though. The top 10 that we saw in Atlanta this week yes. should be a similar top 10 in Las Vegas. Which That's not guaranteed. The Bush brothers were like 7 and 8. Yes. Uh, uh, where'd you finish... I finished. Did I, write it down? I think I finished seventh, honestly. Uh, Hold on. I know we got a top eight. ten. He was eight. That's right. Gosh, yeah. sorry. Couldn't Wait, remember. no. Yeah, he was eight. I was seven. You were eight. That's what I'm saying. Kurt Busch was eight. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry. So. <laughs> yep. So, uh, anyways, where was my train of thought? So yeah, no, the top ten should be pretty similar. So I think he's going to be running top ten. And then after that, I just have, I just kind of have a feeling. I just maybe it's going to be his first win in Las Vegas, hometown guy. First time, first, first time, time winning at home. Why not? Well, Feel good story. That's what we're going with this year. Going with the Feel good stories. Underdogs, underdogs are winning. It's an underdog year. Yeah, Harvick is not an underdog in Atlanta. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying in general, like when people bet Hun on the underdogs underdog. are hungry, is what you're saying? Yeah, because they're under. They're they're under the other dogs. Let those dogs eat, <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> okay. it's about time we let the dogs eat. Okay. I mean, I fed them before the podcast, so. Oh, uh, okay. Good job. Yeah. They were hungry. I will. <laughs> they always have food available to them. I love my dogs. All right. Well, that's our talk with it. anything else to add to Las Vegas. I'm excited for Las Vegas. This is going to be good. I think discussion next week is going to be powerful. Uh, little known fact. I like Vegas so much that I actually have a dog named Vegas. This is true. And what's the name of your other dog, Brian? Reno. Aw, isn't that cute? One of the other And what cities. happened to that third dog that you had, Brian? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I have never owned a third dog in my life. <laughs> Damn jackals got it. <laughs> I've never owned a third dog in my life and stopped uh, trying to make it sound like I did. Uh, I don't. It's just so quiet. Damn jackals got it. <laughs> It's so, it's so quiet as we're never owned a third recording dog in my today. 
Okay. So, anyways, so is there anything else we need to talk about for Las Vegas? Brian's dog bit me last week. <laughs> no, it didn't. I do. Brian's dog didn't. Bite me last week. <laughs> Thank you. A dog bit you last week. No, it did. But Brian's it did. House. KPFT. Oh. Or big cat. You're talking about getting bit by a dog. It was a serious situation. Okay. So, anyways, is there anything else we need to talk about for Las Vegas for next week? I limped the whole way home. It's gonna okay. be a good race. It's going to be a great race. Unless those damn jackals get at them. <laughs> by proxy. <laughs> by proxy. <laughs> but they're just hungry because we didn't let them eat. By proxy. By proxy. By proxy. So anyways. <laughs> so anyway, Aaron. This show any... will it... not get more stupid, or will it? <laughs> it will. It definitely will. <sighs> so do you have anything else you want to add for for next week for Las Vegas? I don't think so. Just that my heart is full. Okay. So Aaron's got Kubush, I got Kai Bush. Watch both of them get in the back of the pack and have to try to make all the way up. Oh, Brian. What? Stay positive. Bush Bros. For positive life. mental attitude. Let's get Bush Bros tattoos before the race. <laughs> Only if we get both of their faces tattooed. Like I figured we'd get their faces tattooed Just on get, a beer can, no, like a no, beer no, no, can no, no. with like a face bu- on oh, it. Like a bush beer can? Like, it, it, but Wait. don't push, but don't put bush on the word. Oh, bush. yeah. Just their face on a beer can. Well, yeah, it's, but it's a bush's but beer. But it's a, yeah, one of you exactly. get a tattoo that says KU, and when you get a tattoo that says KY, and the, the letters look like bushes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. Your camera was live with that. You can't have a quality oh podcast until you have like a snot bubble come out of your nose. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Thank you so much. So, Derek, Derek got me a little tickled and so I <laughs> blew a snot bubble. <laughs> so, so the bush. I think that that's kind of an advertisement. Be careful. It was. So. We. All right. On that note, this has been Too Legit to Pit. Yes. I'm Aaron. I'm Brian. That's Derek over there. What do we do? By proxy. Wait, what? What? No. BBD, what do we do? Oh, yeah. Uh, Remember, folks, to uh, leave the rub until the racetrack. Oh. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week.